We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, I wish I was back in Aruba. Was it cool? Um, Yeah. Yeah, we've been there before. It's my, uh, that's my favorite island. We went there 25 years ago on our honeymoon. Then a few years ago, we brought David back, and then we were just we did we we just kind of I didn't even realize it was President's Day weekend. Um, we had booked it, you know, a month and a half ago or so, and mm. I didn't realize that it's also Carnival in Aruba. Oh. And so on, let's see, President's Day was Monday. So on Sunday, that was the big finale with the parade through the street. It was really fun. We had a really good time. Great oh. island. Yeah, you, you just. Had, re- you get that Beach Boys song. Anytime you say Aruba, you get that Beach Boys song stuck in your head. It's an earworm for a week. Yes, it is. But are you a are you a relaxed guy, or do you have excursions? So there's no there's no excursions in Aruba. Huh. So there's scuba, there's jet skiing, there's boating. Well, I don't. I, there's all kind of excursions. I don't consider jet skiing or whatever an excursion because you walk up to you know the tent on the beach and you and you rent jet skis. I, w- I was thinking more like you know yeah. let's go see a volcano. And I was gonna say, there are no volcanoes. Like oh. that, there's no excursions. When we went there on our honeymoon, we did do like one of those jeep tours, you know. But yeah, yeah. this one was for relaxation. We spent. Uh, uh, I could tell you the this is truly the worst story. Uh, let me let me give you the, the stock market report, and then I'll tell you <laughs> how I ruined the entire vacation. Uh, stock market report sponsored by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call one eight hundred seven four seven free. That's one eight hundred seven four seven three seven three three. Dow Jones up one hundred and eight points. S and P five hundred up twenty one points. Nasdaq up eighty three points. So a little green on Wall Street today. So. We uh we normally stay there's like two areas in Aruba. One is Palm Beach, real nice resorts, and then the the other is more like in the city. Um, and and we decided to stay there this time because the Renaissance in Aruba has a private island. So mm-hmm. the other resorts are beachfront. You know, you walk right out, you go to the beach. The Renaissance has this private island, and I've seen it on social media a million times. It's called Flamingo Island. There's flamingos that'll walk right up to you. There's a second part of the island called Iguana Island, which is for families. Flamingo Island is for adults only. You can't, you know, there's no screaming kids. There's so anyway, oh, wow. there's eight cabanas there. Mm-hmm. And each one has a butler. And it's like super cool, super vibe. And you have to book it way in advance. Mm-hmm. I booked this trip two months ago. I called the the hotel in Aruba because I don't see anything anywhere on how to get one of these cabanas. Call the hotel. They go, here's the website if you want to book it. Again, I didn't know that it was President's Day weekend. Now, I knew it was going to be tough to get one of these cabanas anyway, but I, I had, anyway, I'm going through it. Booked, 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 booked. I find one, finally, Monday, President's Day, one cabana. It was the only cabana available, but I was like, 
that's great. I don't care which day we go. It could be Saturday, Sunday. If they had the cabana every day, maybe I would get it. But it was six hundred dollars for the two of us, just for the cabana. That's with no food, no drinks. Hmm. Just the cabana. It's got like a hammock right in the ocean. Like it's really badass, really cool. Better. So I booked the cabana and I tell Lori, Monday is cabana day at, you know, uh, Flamingo Island. And uh, and I'm telling you in my head, month and a half. Monday is cabana day on Flamingo Island. They send you three weeks beforehand a, because there's only eight cabanas, they send you an email that you have to do a, a check mark and submit. I understand I can't bring loud music, can't bring your own food, can't, you know, understand. That three days before, like we get there on Friday, Friday, I get another email from them, you know, confirming the cabana. <laughs> we go about our business. It's 4.30 in the afternoon on Sunday. And that's the day of the parade. And the parade's kind of wrapping up and it's coming right by our hotel. We were able to watch it from our balcony because we had this real nice balcony. And the phone rings in the hotel room. (laughs) Hello? Mr. Hockman, we're just curious why you didn't use your cabana today. And I go, because I have it tomorrow. I go, no, you you reserved the cabana today. <laughs> I go, no, I reserved it for tomorrow. Monday is cabana day. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I, I, I said it so many times, and I don't know where I got the date wrong, but mm-hmm. I got the date wrong. I don't know where I got the date wrong, but from the moment I booked it, for whatever reason, I decided Monday of the vacation was Cabana Day. (laughs) So I've just said it over and over. Monday, don't forget, we've got the island. Monday, don't forget the island. So she's like, no, yours was today. And uh, I I look on the email and I go, huh, it is today. (laughs) And so... I, I I go, I can't, be, I can't believe I did that. Lori's cracking up. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. And so, and then I say to the lady, I go, there's no way I'm getting that money back. Right. Cause that's lost revenue for that. And she goes, it sounds like you made a genuine mistake. I'm going to refund you the money. Really? So that was super nice. I was blown away because they didn't get that money back. I mean, the, the cabana yeah. was gone for the day. Um, and then <laughs> Lori I, I don't have tolerance for anyone making mistakes, including myself. Like, I don't, you know me. Like, I, yeah. I, I'll obsess over it. Lori was like, thank God that was you and not me. He's <laughs> like, can you imagine how long you would talk about this if I was the one that got the date wrong on that? <laughs> oh, but yeah, goodness. so that was it. The, the big excursion was going to be <laughs> Cabana Day with the butler and the drinks and the fresh fruit and all that stuff. And in the meantime, I, I had told I was a text thread with my friend. I mean, I, you, you, I have just, like, all of a sudden you just see me on this chaise lounge with, like, a Biscoff cookie and, and you know, like, like, four people smoking next to me. Like, just, just the worst. I, I completely mangled the trip. I was so looking forward to it. Just a little criticism of the old renaissance. You called me after my reservation? 
If yeah, you see so me they, out there by 9 a.m., 10 a.m., give that, me a call. Kinda, you know, I was kind of down with that as well, but maybe they had tried the hotel room before because it rang in the room. So maybe oh. they had tried several times. And then she even goes, she's like, you know, you can still come out here. I mean, we'll, you know, the island, the, the last boat off the island is like 7 o'clock, but it was 4.30 already. We would have had to get the boat to the island. And by the time we'd get there, you know, everybody would be packing up their cabana these two idiots are walking in, you know. Take it easy. The Hawkmans uh, are here. You get a pina colada. <laughs> Is there any any sort of colada available? <laughs> Joel, you and your wife sit y'all's ass down. We're here now. <laughs> now pack, put the backgammon board out of your bag. Put it right back up there. So, yeah, I mangled that. There you go. That was oh, my excursion. On, Thank you for asking. Come on, Gramps. Three emails, three confirmation yes. emails that I checked off, submit. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, be on. Sound like Big Randy. <laughs> yeah. He no got doubt. he he got you by about twenty, Hawk. Man. <laughs> That lady When's felt so bad. That lady felt so bad for old abuelo. I mean, they, they, so they, I couldn't believe she gave me the money back. Couldn't couldn't believe it. I knew, I wasn't even going to say anything. I wasn't even going to ask. And I just kind of casually said, I just said, no chance I'm getting that money back, huh? She's like, well, it sounds like, because, I mean, I didn't pretend like she had me. Like, I didn't. Yeah, like, there's an email with the date on it. The concierge saw Hawk and Lori walk in. Hawk got the full white beard now. She knew who she was calling. Yeah. So we oh. walk in. You know, I hear the real story. So we walk in. We have this just a bomb-ass room. They go, here it is, and it's right on the street. You're going to watch the parade. It is. People are going to line up at 9 in the morning. You can go out on your balcony you know, at four in the afternoon, you're going to have the best spot. It's almost like I'm the prime minister, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to salute the, the floats as they go by. We walk into this room and it's very nice. And, uh, I start putting some clothes away. I go, you know, do you smell something? Lori's like, I don't know. I I walk into the bathroom and when I tell you something (laughs) Hits me in the face. <laughs> like, so I, I, I go to Lori. I go, something's wrong here. Now I now uh, now it's on me, this smell. It's a sewer. Like, it's not, it's not remnants. I'm on an active sewer. <laughs> <laughs> and so I say to Lori, I go, do you? And she's like, oh, run, run the water. Maybe something's got to work its way through. So I don't know puts the shower on for five minutes, standing on the balcony, just kind of looking out or whatever. I go from the balcony back into the room. This isn't even where the bathroom is, just just where the bed is. I walk in, whoa. I go, I I mean, this is unbelievable. I can't even breathe. I'm gagging. Like, it's Ooh. it's a sewer. So I go out to the front, and I'm like, you, I, I'm in a sewer. I go, I, I'm not this guy. I'm in a sewer. And she, they were so nice at this hotel, like so nice. And they were like, we can't believe I, I can't believe that the the housekeepers wouldn't notice that. And, you know, we'll, we're going to take care of you. And, they, and we're uh, you know, they send someone over there. I'm like, you need to send someone over here to smell this room. Like Make you, sure I'm not you have to a- know that I'm not making this up. Like this <laughs> is the worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. Uh. 
And so then they tell me, oh, yeah, there obviously there's an issue. We're going to shut that room down for two days minimum. Like, they're like, I don't care. I just can't stay here. So they put me in this other room. It was on the sixth floor. That was like on the, the second floor. They put me in a, a different room. But then, you know, they're so every time they see me coming out of the elevator. Oh, yeah, Mr. Hockman. You know, everything's fine. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. You know, and then <laughs> the ticker tape comes up on Sunday, you know, unused, unused yeah, Cabana Hawkman. Yeah. They're like, this guy, from, from the, this guy obviously needs extra help from the moment that he got it. <laughs> yeah, you it know, was, I, I'm who? telling you, I have nightmares still about the stench in that room. I, like, well, you, it was coming out of the pipe. Do you know where it came from? There was nothing to see. It it literally had to be a sewage leak somewhere uh, because it was very uh, close to the street. And like when I tell you it was bad enough that I, I think a health department could shut the entire hotel down for uh, what was going on in that room. Like I, I am convinced if I was in that room five minutes longer that I would still be in that room. I would have just passed out and that's where I would have died. Like, and, <laughs> you know, and I had the do not disturb sign on. No one would have ever found it. It was unbelievable. As Talk bad me. as you think something can smell. Mm -hmm. The Andy Dufresne climbing through that pipe Ugh. would have walked into my room and said, whoa, how could you stay in here? Like, that's how bad it was. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, it was and bad. They, that's was why they watched really out bad. for you. But they took care. They they really yeah. they were they were super cooperative. They didn't even have a nice room the next that night. They're like, we got to put you in where and I'm like, fine, any anywhere out of that the, room. The sewage, I'm like, I'm, I'm afraid. Room. I'm afraid my clothes are ruined. Like like there's an old <laughs> Seinfeld episode where the valet made the car smell so bad he couldn't get it out of the. I'm like. I don't know when we're going to get this smell out of my nose, my clothes. Like, yeah. But it was all going to be fine on Cabana Day. Everything would be forgotten as we spent a wonderful day on the private island in the cabana with the flamingos and the butler. And, you know, in the meantime, I was eating, just ask you know, him. Eating cheese Could you go out there with a couple of a, a thing? Yeah, go out there with a couple towels, take an apple <laughs> or two. Just make a day of it. Yeah, I was out there. I was in the public section. I wasn't in the cabana. The cabanas were uh, very roped off. It wasn't for people like me. And we got to butter them up, give them a couple hundred, say, man, let me on that side. And I just kept thinking about this empty cabana the day before, this cabana that sat, sat empty all day long. Terrible. All right, let's get let's get uh, headlines. We're getting too far, uh, too far away. We'll get headlines here real quick. Real quick, let's do cat talk, Solani. You have cat talk music? I had a lot of streaming lagging issues there, so I'm assuming you've played it already? I yeah. played uh, I played the open. You good? All right. Yeah, no, I, uh, the, the screens went black. I didn't even see either of you guys, so I'm assuming oh, wow. it's played. It's played, um, yes. All right, we'll give you a little cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Uh, we had mentioned earlier 
Anthony Duclair will return for the Cats tomorrow. George Richards from Florida Hockey Now, he tweeted out today, the salary cap runway has been cleared for Anthony Duclair to come back to the Florida Panthers on Friday night. He's been telling folks he's back, including an Instagram post last night, which Solana had mentioned. And then one other note, there's a little broadcast note here. Bally Sports Florida, which is the home, the television home of the Panthers, they have announced a new episode of Inside the Panthers will premiere tomorrow, and it's going to give fans a behind-the-scenes look at all the NHL All-Star festivities that happened a couple of weeks ago here in South Florida. So Inside the Panthers All-Star Celebration will debut approximately 10 p.m. tomorrow following the uh, Panthers game against Buffalo and uh, you can watch it tomorrow after the game and relive All-Star Week. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. All right, let's get headlines here, including a golf update with A. Solana. Let's go. You're right, by the way. I looked up top 10 excursions in Aruba, and it's... ATV, catamaran, yeah. Yeah, 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 Jeep excursion, sunset sail. Hey. Yeah, it's like all the, like it's it's nice. I it's the greatest island you'll ever visit. But if you think you're gonna, like I said, go see a volcano, or if you're gonna, you know, rappel down a building or or uh, you know, zip line, you're not doing it there. You you know what? And I saw this on my little vacation as well. We're spoiled in South Florida. People would love to go on a sunset cruise to see the the. We've You're seen so all. you are so right. Like That's like I'm. I don't consider a sunset cruise to be an excursion. There's yeah. a guy in Dubuque, Iowa, going. I'll pay my right arm to go on a sunset <laughs> cruise. It was the be- the funniest thing in the world was we went to this um the water park the Great Great Wolf Lodge, and they were like, oh, the world renowned thundering you know mountainess. It's brand new, nowhere in the world. We get on it. My son's like, Daddy, this is a title cove in Aventura. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yeah, son, it is. He's like, this is the best ride? And now I have to explain to him, yes, this is the best ride. And we're there for three days. Now he's all upset. Right. Aren't, we, aren't we a couple hours away from Blizzard Beach? Like, exactly. what are we doing here? That, it, it's what him and my daughter kind of said. That title cove is better than this place with with not hurting me and me and my wife's feelings. Neither of them, neither of them were impressed. It's funny though. I mean, I talked to plenty of people, you know, by the pool or by the beach, and they're like, you know, where you're from, where'd you come in from? And when you tell them Florida or Miami, you know, they're like, Why? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was really, I was here for the cabana, if you want the whole story. I started prefacing here to see family before I say the city <laughs> because I get the same reaction. We're in Dells, Wisconsin, telling people we're from Miami. They were looking at us like we were crazy. That's funny. It was 20 degrees. What the hell are you doing here? Your uh, your headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. As you mentioned, Panthers at Sabres tomorrow, 7 p.m., Heat return to action 7.30 p.m. tomorrow at the Milwaukee Bucks. Canes Hoops, their penultimate home game. They host FSU on Saturday. Marlins begin spring training Saturday versus the Mets at 6.10 p.m. And uh, I know this was news yesterday, but Miami Hurricanes football team, they're adding Tim Harris Jr. 
as their new running backs coach. He replaces Kevin Smith. All right, very good. Your golf leaderboard update. It's sponsored by Edwin Watts Golf Shops. Right now, still have the same two atop the leaderboard. Joseph Bramlett, Billy Horschel at the Honda Classic. They both shot five under today, or 65. They finished at five under in round one. A couple other golfers currently on the 14th hole. Zach Johnson tied for fourth. He's at three under par currently, as I mentioned, through 14. That's your leaderboard update from the Honda Classic. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers around the country since 1968. Your weather, sponsored by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them, 866-954-MORE. Visit their website, youraccidentattorneys.com. Partly cloudy tonight. The lows will be in the mid-70s. It's, uh, you know, February, March weather. What else can I say? That's your weather. Somebody texts in, if you had gone to the desk of one of your hotels with that smell, they'd have handed you a plunger. Saying, good luck, Mr. Crowder. <laughs> hey, hey, I I splurged and got a room with two beds and a door in the middle. Wow, look at you. Wow. Yeah, no balconies. Yeah. What are you doing, Hawk? What, what, <laughs> our checks are different. You getting a balcony in Aruba? <laughs> We're getting an inside state room. I mean, yeah. you're gonna have a balcony, which is whether it's overlooking the the beach or the parking lot. Ah, uh, we don't need no windows. Get from by that door. <laughs> we stay in the hur- we stay in the hurricane shelter of the hotel. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do 15 minutes of heat in the next segment. You have uh, Kevin Love and Cody Zeller. Probably shouldn't give a uh, short shrift to Cody Zeller. Uh, Love and Zeller making their debuts tomorrow for the Miami Heat. Give you 15 minutes of heat here in a second. Coming up next on the Hawk and Crowder Show. You know, I like big butts, (laughs) and I cannot lie. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we'll give you 15 minutes of heat here. Read you what Ira wrote about Kevin Love. Did you read this, Solana? I didn't. uh, I don't think I read what he most recently wrote about Kevin Love? Because there's a lot of people talking about whether Kevin Love is going to be a starter or not. Do you uh, do you expect him to be a starter? I don't know if I expect him to be a starter within this next week, right? His first couple games. You could see it at the end of the season. By the time yeah. I think this all kind of works its way out, hopefully you'll have everybody healthy again, Omer Yurtsevin included. I think he ends up being a starter. I I, I don't see any other way around it for the Miami Heat, especially going into the playoffs when that rotation is going to shrink, right? You're going to play your seven, eight best players, period, in a playoff series. Kevin Love is going to be one of those top eight, and I think he just has to start based on who's available. Does he play defense too? Is he good? No. So he's not a great defender, but what the Heat have done in, in order to hide you know, less than average defenders, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Mm -hmm. play a lot of zone. And when you have Jimmy Butler, when you have Bam, Victor Oladipo will be part of those closing lineups. The zone, 
you can get away with it and you can try to hide and, and minimize a, uh, a, a not-so-great defender. And that's me putting it very nicely right now about Kevin Love. So he's yeah. a terrible defender? He's not. He's just not a good defender. He's just not at this I, age. He's not. I ask Hawk because he looks slow-footed and not right. because he's white. There's some white dudes that are quick. He doesn't look quick. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Uh, I never really uh, wondered if he's a good defender because, again, and it's the same thing with Duncan Robinson. Like you're out there for a reason. You're like you're not out. You're not out there to defend. Like go out there and do what you. If he goes out there and does what they think he's capable of doing, what they need him to do, there's no question in my mind that he will be a starter come the end of the season. And I'm glad you said that. What he does, he's a sharpshooter. I want him to sharpshoot. He's not defending. He's not penetrating. He's not getting to the line and embarrassing guys at the rim. He's a shooter. We brought him in because Duncan can't do his job. I said it earlier. Kevin, go shoot. Be a damn sharpshooter. His over-under on made threes better be three and a half, four and a half every game, and we should be able to go over. I'm in. So here's what Ira Winderman wrote in the Sun Sentinel. Kevin Love made clear Wednesday that he's arriving to the Miami Heat to compliment. So no. There was no promise of a starting role when he joined the team Monday after this weekend's buyout from the Cavs. Just assurances from Coach Eric Spolstra that there will be playing time after his minutes had dwindled in Cleveland. Starting, it doesn't really hold any weight for me, Kevin Love said. Coach Spo is a great is great for a reason, and he really communicates and communicates well. He gets the best out of his guys, and he's been doing that since he took the reins of the head coaching job. So for me, I don't get worked up about that. I really just feel like I want to step in here and compete, further what they've already put in place, and yeah, definitely see minutes. Love said his decision came down to either joining the Heat or the Philadelphia 76ers, ultimately swayed, he said, by working with Spolstra, Heat President Pat Riley, general manager Andy Ellisberg, and the Arison ownership family. I felt it was a great opportunity for me to come here and just further what the Heat has had in place for so long and help them with size and shooting and rebounding and everything that are strengths in my game. Whether it be our personnel, coaching staff, all the people have been incredibly welcoming. Pat, Spo, Andy, the Arisons, all kind across the board. You walk in here, you see what they're about right away. So, Ira Winderman writes, heat over the 76ers it was. For me, I always looked at Miami as a place where it would have been a great landing spot for me, Kevin Love said. I love the way that, again, they operate here. You can tell that it's a top-tier, high-class, high-character organization, and that all starts at the top. So, for me, at the end of the day, it was a pretty easy decision. Obviously, for people, money factors in and location, that sort of thing. But for me, it was looking at the Eastern Conference, looking at what this team needs. So there you go. He doesn't expect to uh, start, and he speaks glowingly of the Heat organization, which, by the way, I believe that as players get older, the more veteran players that have been around the league for a while and that have played in some capacity with players who have been part of the Heat organization really start to covet playing for that organization at some point if everything works out right. We've seen, look, we've seen it time and time again. 
players don't just choose Miami because we think it's the greatest, you know, NBA franchise. Like we see plenty of big names that are choosing other teams. It happens all the time. But I do think that there is a high level of respect around the league for the Heat. I don't think that's a concoction of Heat Nation. I think that's legit. And I think Kevin Love articulated that well. And especially if you've ever been in a team with, you know, dysfunctional ownership or bad coaching or coaching turnover. Damn and you Gilbert. look down, like you said, you look at it, you look at the Miami Heat from afar. Pat's not going anywhere. Spoh's been there since he was damn 19 years old. Like, I think guys love that. And you brought it, when you, as soon as you said it, I thought of Shaq. Shaq left the Lakers and you're like, oh, Shaq getting old. Come down here and get him another ring. Like, yeah. he's, I don't want to say, I don't know if he started it, but you saw it with Shaq and now you've seen it with a number of other people. I would tell you, I don't think Kevin Love went somewhere that he didn't think was going to end up competing in the playoffs. Now, whether he thinks that they're, you know, I mean, Philadelphia, I, 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 very difficult to figure out, you know, if you're just chasing postseason success, why you wouldn't pick Philadelphia over Miami. Although I did see ESPN today. I can't remember who wrote it, but one of the ESPN Plus writers wrote something about the Heat are always looming. They're lurkers. And he said, you know, if there's a team that you could see being a surprise in the NBA playoffs, and I'm sure Kevin Love has has some of those thoughts, it would be the Miami Heat. I mean, the Sixers, yeah. how many times have we seen this seen this disaster before? I mean, Joel Embiid's going to get hurt in the first game of the first round. He's going to miss three games. James Harden is going to brick a bunch of shots in the first round. They're going to get bounced, and then everybody's going to say, well, Embiid wasn't healthy. Uh, let me see it happen for Sixers, all right, before we start crowning them a true contender in the East because we've all seen this story before. One of those two gets injured, the other one misses a game, and they're bounced in the first or second round. Bum franchise. All right. And I think the Heat fan base, I think it's there's not a lot of pressure to play here. Like when you brought up Philly, they'll cuss your ass out in a second. I don't think the Heat fans, they don't they don't dislike somebody in a week or two. There is a lifestyle in Philly versus the lifestyle in Miami that is so vastly different. And I know, Solana, you go, hmm, because you see he Twitter get hard on people. Being a, a, a disaster in Philly is the worst play. Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. Ben Simmons, I don't think he goes through that in Miami. He's a bum. He's the Hassan Whiteside. That guy's life changed. And part of it has to do with Philly. So I think Crowder's right about that. Like there's, there, there's, it, it's just a different city, man. You know, my yeah. wife is from there. I don't, I, I'm, I've got no, oh. uh, no love for Philly. As I just listened to a number of people dog cuss Aaron Rodgers in Wisconsin because he's thinking about not coming back, bro. Salon, I don't know if you know that, man. You've been out here your whole life. Miami fans aren't nasty at all. We talk about mm. Philly. We talk about the Jets. We talk about a number. I have to always bring up LSU. Them, them little nasty, you know, swamp monsters are crazy. Miami fans are very pleasant compared to their their other, you know, their counterparts. I, I don't think it's that, though. I think fans in general are nasty everywhere. I think it's more the, the culture and the lifestyle in those cities, right? In Philadelphia, everybody – I, should, I feel like almost everybody, a large percentage of the population, is consumed with their sports teams because it's been embedded in that culture for such a yeah. long time that Ben Simmons 
goes to the local coffee shop in the morning to get a coffee, and he runs the risk of running into somebody there who's going to call him out as a bum. But here, Kyle Lowry, for example, has come under fire on social media by Heat fans. Kyle Lowry could go seven weeks without being recognized in South Florida, not because he's not popular, but because nobody here, uh, uh, not nobody, it's different. It's it's not the same. Not the same. You know why? Because somebody's tapping him in the Starbucks line saying, look at the girl in red. Hey, look at her, look at her, look at her, look at her over there. It's just, it's, there's other things to do here. Salon, I think you hit it on the head. It is all they have. We have ancillary sports fandom. Trust me, in Philadelphia at 442 in the afternoon, they're not taking the AM signal down to work on the transmitter uh, because that city would would lose its bleeping mind that the sports talk station was down. We're down right now. If you're listening to us, right? Is the AM signal still down, Solana? I believe it's back up. It's back? I believe it's back up, yeah. Hey, welcome back to our AM listeners. Hey if guys. we ever, If you ever turn on 560 and uh, it's just a bunch of static, just go to 99.9 FM HD2 or make sure you have the Odyssey app downloaded on your phone. Listen to us there because the AM signal was down for some maintenance today, but we were still on the air. We're back. Feel good about that. Well, Solana, because I, I know you're the crazy Heat fan and you host a pre and post game and all that. How attached to you are Kevin? Is you, are you to Kevin Love already? hundred percent. hundred percent attached. Uh, like one hundred percent, all the way, full throttle. Put two two situations on your lap here, okay? He comes in. He starts knocking down threes. He's averaging 17 a night. He's really he's really what we thought Ducker was going to be. On the other hand, he comes in. He's old. They play him three minutes a game. They put him in when somebody gets a little tired, and he doesn't do anything for the organization. Are you attached to either side of that? Or are you mad on either side of that? No, I mean, I'm mad at how the season ends up if, if Kevin Love doesn't play well, but am I, you know, sliding into his DMs to wish harm on him? No, I'm not doing that. But I think that's, I think some people that's might. That's the difference. I think Sloan. some people I might. I think in Philly, in New York, people are cussing his ass out if he doesn't drop seventeen yeah, night one. But but like those are bigger sports mark. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. There no, are but there it's are like, bigger sports markets. That's the family dinner. That's the family dinner. Like oh, uh, like, you know, the, the day one of a new acquisition. Uh, no no family dinner in Miami is having a conversation about Kevin Love tomorrow. It's just yeah. it's just different. You'd mentioned uh, Aaron Rodgers when you were up in Wisconsin. Did anyone see that he has uh, bailed on his four days in complete and total darkness that he lasted two days and now he's out? Oh, the dark house. Yeah, yeah. he left. Yeah. yeah. Did you read that, Solana? I read that somewhere this morning. I read the whole article, but I saw the headline. And I said, that makes sense. Who, I mean, who wants, guy's got millions in the bank. You Adam, know, the, the, yeah. the dark room. Adam Schefter, he posted on Instagram, Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat, according to the owner of the facility in South Southern Oregon, where uh, he spent several days and nights. The room in which Rogers spent his time is partially underground, hobbit-like structure, 300 square feet of space, Wait, devoid of light. he didn't create a dark room like some guy owns? So yeah. this guy bought an Airbnb and then just turned off all the electricity and he charges more for it? This is a <sighs> retreat house, much. Hawk. This is a retreat house. Spiritual wow. experience. That's, that's... <laughs> Imagine checking in there, though, not knowing that it's the dark house. Like, you just, <laughs> just think it's a nice resort. He's not getting super host status. Uh. Thumbs down. <laughs> There's I no had, lights. 
I had an Uber driver tell me, you know, you know, he can go overdose on his old mushrooms if he wants to. That's what they've turned on him, huh? That's and the, he said that the ride was eight minutes. He said that 12 times. Because <laughs> it's all I have when you have that random conversation. Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, you're a Packers fan. Just here in Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hope you get Rodgers back, man. Y'all got a squad. Oh, Aaron. They got that. I can't do Love the accent. accent. I, yeah. Oh, I can't stand it. You, if It's cute for a day. After that, you know, you know, you yeah. know, you know, like you know, Fargo. you know. Oh, my goodness. Great. Yeah, the Fargo accent. They want him to overdose on mushrooms if he's not a Packer anymore, Hawk. That, That's so funny. If Tua comes out and says he doesn't want to be here, we're not going to wish an overdose on the man. I'm just saying. We're better fans. Mm. <laughs> we have done that to LeBron and Wade when he left. All right, there you go. There's your 15 minutes of heat. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Hey, ho, let's go. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.